You're listening to the Ann Life Podcast. This episode is part two of a three-part series on worthiness and how to reclaim it. In today's episode, I'm sharing what unworthiness does to you and what to do about it. Stay tuned. Hey, I'm Jennifer Blanchard, the Feel Good Life Coach, and the Ann Life is an unconventional guide to creating the feel-good life of your dreams. Conventional advice says if you want something, you have to do more, sacrifice, and work harder. But that's a bunch of nonsense. In this podcast, I show you how to work from the inside out to have everything you want and more. Here, you'll find a bridge between the woo-woo and the practical, so you'll know exactly how to create the life and business of your dreams. Because it's not either or, it's and. Hey guys, Jen here, the Feel Good Life Coach, and welcome to part two of Worthy AF, where we are talking today about what feeling unworthy does to you and what to do about it. So yesterday in part one, I talked about um, where unworthiness comes from because a lot of times we think the unworthiness comes from us, that we create it for ourselves or that we um, somehow make that happen to ourselves. And actually, that's not the case at all. I won't go into detail on where unworthiness comes from because you could just check out the video from yesterday. So um, be sure to do that if you haven't already. Okay, so now that you know where unworthiness comes from and you know that it's not your fault and that you're not the cause of it, you can start to do something about it, right? So today we're talking about what unworthiness does to you and what to do about it, like I said. So I've got some notes, but I'm also just gonna riff on it and we'll see where it goes. So the most important thing to know about unworthiness is that it's a feeling, right? It's an emotion that is created internally and because it's an emotion, your subconscious mind really, really picks up on it, right? So your subconscious mind, it needs repetition, right? It needs to experience something over and over again or to hear something over and over again in order for it to take it in as a program. So your subconscious mind is basically the thing that runs all your internal programming, right? It's the thing that keeps your heart beating. It keeps you breathing. It keeps you, you know, moving and doing your things without having to think about doing those things, right? You don't have to think about breathing. You don't have to think about your heart beating. Like it just does it naturally because that's its job. The other thing about the subconscious is that it's a memory bank, right? So its job is to remember things that happened previously and to pull from those memories, ideas, advice, actions, patterns, etc., so that you keep repeating the same actions or patterns or whatever automatically and not even realizing that this is happening. So unfortunately, when you have felt unworthy for any length of time, and especially if you had that feeling a lot during the ages of zero to seven, so when you're a really young child, what happens is that it goes from being a feeling, an emotion that you have, to being and internal programming, right? So it literally goes from, oh, this is just an emotion I'm feeling to this is just how I am, right? This is my programming. I am unworthy. I am not valuable. I do not have anything valuable to bring to the world. I am not good enough, right? And that's the programming that you receive because of that emotion of feeling unworthy that you had for such a long time. So for me, like that was my, my, what I've always called my core inner demon, which is that I've always had that not good enough feeling. And it started from a very young age, like I said. So I got bullied from my early childhood around age five. I was getting bullied by my older cousins. And then when I went into first grade, 
I one day got bullied at my babysitter's house. I literally was like, she sent us out, me and this other girl who I went to school with, she was a year ahead of me, uh, onto the porch to wait for our bus. And while we were waiting for the bus, this girl decided to pick on me. And then I said something she didn't like and she punched me in the stomach and I started crying because I'm six. And I knocked on the babysitter's door because like I said, we were on her porch and I said, she punched me in the stomach. And the babysitter didn't believe me, said that it didn't actually happen. The girl said that didn't happen. I didn't do that, right? So no one believed me. No one believed that it actually happened. And apparently I was just crying for no reason. I don't really know. But then when I went to school, a few days later, I saw the girl in the hallway and she waved at me and she said, hi. And I was so confused because I was like, I don't understand. Like she was being really mean to me. Now she's being really, being really nice to me. Like, and so things like this, and this is just an example from my own life. And I'm sure you have other examples for yourself, but things like this confuse you as a child, right? They make you think there's something wrong with you, right? Because you're like, well, this person is being really mean and then they're being really nice. So obviously there's something wrong with me, right? I must be causing this. And you take that in as your programming. So for my, all my, my entire childhood and most of my adult life, I felt unworthy. I felt not good enough. And because of that, a lot of other things unfolded, which I'm about to share with you now, not just for me, but in general. So it goes from being an emotion to a programming. And once it's a programming, it's just gonna keep, like a photocopier, copying out into your experience in life, right? So you're just gonna keep experiencing things over and over and over again that make you feel unworthy, that make you feel not good enough, that make you feel like you don't get to have the things that you desire to have. But it's just a programming and you can change that programming and get a different result. And we're gonna talk about how to do that tomorrow for sure in day three, but also a little bit today. So first I just wanted to go over some of the things that feeling unworthy does to us because I think a lot of times we think it's something else, but it's actually that deeper emotion of not feeling worthy. So some of the things that you'll start to notice about yourself, or maybe you've noticed this many times previously, that really a lot of times, like I said, we call it other things, but it really deeper in, if you really look at it, it's just that unworthy feeling, right? It's the foundation of it. And then all these other things are just things we pile on top of that unworthy feeling. So some stuff that will happen a lot of times when you feel unworthy in your life or in yourself, you will, first of all, start to take this on as an identity, right? So you will literally start identifying as a person who is unworthy, who is not good enough. And so you will live that in your life, not only with the things you experience, but it will also be the reason that you make certain choices or don't make certain choices, where you take certain actions or don't take certain actions. Like there's all these things that are layered into this from feeling unworthy. So it just it becomes your programming, it becomes your identity. And suddenly you're like, you don't know any different, right? You don't know any different. So for me, like my entire childhood, I believed I was not good enough. And once I got into college, I started to see different things, experience different things. And I still had that not worthy feeling, but I was able to push it away more because I had things that I was doing that made me feel really good and made me feel like I was valuable and like I was worthy. But that still continued into a lot of different areas of my life. So where I got, you know, one area was like, okay, I feel better in this area, right? I feel really good in this area. So for me, like my career, my business, that has always been an area where I felt really good and really worthy because I do what I'm really good at. I do what I love. Um, I have a degree in journalism, which is what I've been doing for a long time and writing and all that stuff. So it's like, I felt like, oh, because I earned that worthiness in that area, which as I talked about yesterday, 
You don't need to earn your worthiness. You are already worthy. But I didn't realize that, right? So I was just like, oh, if I work really hard in my career and I do really well and I'm really successful and I build a successful business, like then I'll be worthy. But I still had unworthiness in other areas, right? So I had, um, for a long time, I was in a relationship and a marriage that was not serving me, was not serving either of us. And we just kept going with it because I think at some point, like we both really had that unworthy feeling. Like he felt unworthy and so did I. And so we are magnetized to each other, right? And so we, we stayed together for a long time because we both had that underlying foundation. Once I changed mine and I started to feel worthy and I started to step more into that worthy feeling, he did not resonate with me anymore. And he literally just manifested his way out of my life. So he actually asked me for a divorce, which I manifested for myself. And I won't get into all the details of that. Um, but you can hear about it if you want to check out my uh, podcast series that I did called 35 and Divorce. So you can, the very first episode is called How I Manifested My Divorce. But I won't get into that here. But the point is, when I chose to be worthy, to feel worthy, to create that worthiness, I started to receive the life that matched it. And the person I was with who didn't match that anymore just separated from me, right? So we just went about our, our separate ways. And now almost two years later, like my life is a complete night and day difference from where I was then. And I absolutely say that the reason is because I decided to be worthy and I decided to allow myself to be worthy in all areas and not just certain ones where I felt that I had quote unquote earned it. So that was a big one. So it becomes your identity, it becomes your programming, and then you just don't know any different, right? So you just operate from that place. The other thing that it does, that feeling unworthy, is that it makes you undervalue yourself. It makes you undervalue your gifts, your skills, your talents. You start to think that like what you have to offer isn't good enough, that other people can do it better. Um, and even though that's not true, that's what you choose to believe because of that unworthy feeling, right? So you tell yourself that stuff, and then you either don't go out there fully and put your gifts out into the world or share your, you know, your art, your creative stuff with the world because you feel like, well, I'm not good enough. I'm not really worthy of this. Like, and again, this is probably mostly happening unconsciously, right? So you're not sitting there going, I feel really unworthy today. So I'm just not going to write my book or I'm not going to paint or do my art or whatever. It's not like that, right? You're not consciously intentionally saying that you're not worthy. It's happening unconsciously because it's a programming that you have. So you're not really noticing that that's what's happening. Some other things that it does is that it strips away your confidence, right? So it takes away that confidence that you have. It takes away your certainty about yourself. It takes away that inner knowing that you have around being worthy. Because like I said, you're born with being worthy, right? We are all worthy just by being who we are, but that gets taken away from us over the course of our lives by the things we experience and the things we're taught and all that stuff. So it starts to erode your confidence, right? It starts to erode the, the good things about yourself, the good qualities, because you think, well, I'm not worthy, I'm not worthy. And of course, if you don't feel worthy, are you gonna wanna go out and do what you need to do for your business or for your career or for the relationship that you wanna have? Like, probably not, because you're gonna hold yourself back. You're gonna stop yourself. You're gonna not have the confidence to go out there and do it. And you know, it's really just gonna be a downward spiral. And it all stems from that unworthy feeling. Some other things that that unworthy feeling does is that it makes you act out of integrity with your values, your behaviors, your decisions, your actions, the choices that you make. So like for me, I knew for a really long time that my marriage was not working, right? I knew that it wasn't the right relationship, it wasn't the right situation, and I believe that my ex felt the same way and we just really weren't willing to admit it to ourselves at that point, right? So, um, but I obviously knew like, I deserve better than this. I know that there's better out there. I know that I can find someone who is an actual match to what I desire to have and the type of relationship that I wanna have, the type of person that I wanna be with. But 
because I felt so unworthy that I didn't think I was good enough to have the dream relationship, to have the dream guy, I settled for the relationship I had and stayed in that marriage for a really long time because it was easier than leaving, right? It was easier to accept something mediocre that was something that was quote unquote good enough than to go out there and get something better, to, to go out there and really ask for and create what it is I truly wanted because I didn't feel that I would be worthy of receiving it even if it did exist. So it really makes you act out of your own character. So the me that I was uh, before I got into my marriage was someone who would have normally not settled, right? Not, not said, okay, yeah, I'll just, this is good enough. I'll accept this. This is okay. But right before I got into the relationship with my ex, I had a heartbreaking situation go on where I was totally in love with this guy and he just totally was screwing me over and I didn't know what was happening. And so when I found out about it, it completely shattered everything for me because I was putting all my worthiness into this situation and this person like, oh, I have this great person, so I must finally be worthy because here he is and blah, blah, blah. But because I wasn't feeling that inside, I was putting it on the outside, it got taken away, right? It was temporary. So that guy disappeared. He decided to break up with me, he decided to stop dating me. And I went into a downward spiral around feeling unworthy. And so a few weeks later, when I ended up getting together with my ex-husband, well, he was my boyfriend at the time, um, I just didn't think anything about it. I was like, okay, well, this guy really likes me. I like him, like we're friends. Cause we had been really good friends for a while. So it was like, we just sort of shifted from friends into a relationship, but it was always on the foundation of not feeling worthy. And so over the course of our relationship, which lasted for a really long time, we both had that going on. And so we just constantly had issues in our relationship because of that. And we were basically a very similar type of person in that sense where like we would shut down, right? We would just, if we felt like we weren't worthy, we weren't good enough or something just wasn't working, like we would just shut down and instead of doing the thing you would normally do, which is like, go, no, I deserve better than this. I'm going to go and, and find it for myself. I didn't do that. I just decided to stay because it was easier than admitting that I felt unworthy to have what I truly wanted. And so it was like, oh, well, if I'm in this relationship and if I stay in this marriage, then I can use that as my excuse for not getting to have the relationship that I truly desire because I can say, oh, well, I'm married, you know, so I can't have the relationship I desire because I'm already married. So it's like, no, actually, when you just create that worthiness, yeah, maybe sometimes the relationship you have will shift in some way and it will just become the relationship you want. And other times it will just go away because it no longer matches your vibration, which is that you feel worthy finally. So it just really makes you act out of integrity with your values, with the thing. Like for me, it was, it was really hard a lot of times because I would see myself living my daily life, knowing that it wasn't the right life for me, knowing that I was living the wrong life and not doing anything about it because I felt so deeply rooted in that unworthiness that I didn't think I deserved anything better, that I thought that's as good as it's going to get for me. And I'm lucky that I found somebody who is cool and fun and, you know, that I can talk to about things and who's my friend. Like, I didn't think I deserved anything better than that. And I didn't think that I would get to have it. And so I never actually did anything about it until I made that decision to be worthy, to see myself as good enough and to identify that way and to reprogram my subconscious mind to see my worthiness. And when I did that, like I said, our relationship just naturally parted ways. It was super amicable. It was like the easiest, most natural thing that had ever happened in my entire life. And I couldn't believe that I was talking about my divorce in that way, that my divorce was amicable and peaceful and so easy and natural. Like that was not anything I would have expected. 
But because I had created that worthiness, I knew that I deserved better. And so when it happened, it was easy, right? Because it felt like, yeah, this is right. This is absolutely the right thing. And I know I get to have better. So it really just makes you not act in alignment with who you know that you are. And so when I got out of that relationship, I made a decision. Well, a couple of them, actually. So the first one was that I was never, ever again going to allow myself to stay in a situation where I did not feel happy, where I did not feel good, where I was not feeling like I was getting what I wanted and like I was having the things I wanted. I was never going to allow myself to stay in that situation again. I loved myself at that point. I cared about myself at that point. Finally, after almost, uh, that was 30, I was almost 35. So 35 years of feeling not good enough. I finally felt good enough. I finally felt like, yes, I know I get to have better. I know there's better out there. And I would rather be single for the rest of my life than stay in this relationship that isn't really aligned for me. And I think my ex felt the same way, like I said. So it was just amazing when I made that decision that I was going to no longer allow myself to get stuck in situations where it wasn't what I wanted. I was going to stand up for myself. I was going to claim what I actually wanted and do something about it. The second thing I decided after my divorce was that I was going to reprogram my subconscious mind so that I could believe that I could have the actual relationship and guy that I truly wanted. And it took me several months of doing this, right? Working on it every day and reprogramming and over and over again, just repeating things and mindset stuff and belief work and all kinds of things that I did. And I was able to attract the most incredible person, the most incredible relationship. And over a year later, like it's just mind blowing to me that it could be this amazing and this easy. But I always knew that that was available if I was willing to allow myself to have it. And it took creating that worthiness for me to finally go and get the thing that I wanted. So for me, that was a huge, huge eye opener. But it really does, like, when you don't feel worthy, it really does mess with you because you don't realize, like, I'm not really living in alignment with my values. Like, one of my biggest values in life is love. And I didn't have the love I wanted. And I was just accepting that because I didn't feel worthy of the love I wanted. But now I'm like, hell no. Like, love is one of my top values in life. I get to have the love I want and that's it, right? So it really makes you act out of who you actually are. And then the other thing it does is that it makes you procrastinate. So the feeling unworthy makes you procrastinate. It makes you avoid things. It makes you um, put your dreams and your desires on the back burner because you think like, oh, maybe one day, maybe someday. Like, But when you feel worthy, that stuff doesn't happen, right? When you feel worthy, you just go after what you want. You just ask for what you want and you don't question it because you're like, nah, I know I get to have this. I know that it's mine and I know I'm worthy of it. So this is some of what feeling unworthy can do to you. And this is just some examples of how it might show up in your actual life experience. Because like I said, a lot of times people will say like, I have a problem with procrastination. Like I procrastinate all the time. I don't do the things I say I'm going to do. And I don't, you know, go after my dreams or I've had this dream for me. Like I had a dream of writing a novel for, you know, 13 years of my life. So I started writing novels when I was 11 and I had never stuck with it. Right. So I wrote a bunch of stuff and I would stop and I just never like, actually did anything about it. And then when I was 25, I decided like, you know what, it's time to make this happen. Um, I'm going to decide now that like, I'm going to make it happen. But up until then, I was a procrastinator. I was constantly procrastinating. And it was simply because I didn't feel worthy of being an author of being somebody who put their creative work out into the world of someone who could be a storyteller and write something that other people would enjoy. I didn't see myself as being good enough to do that. And so it was easier to procrastinate. It was easier to put things on the back burner and to not do them. 
and to just blame, my life is too busy, I don't have time, I have a day job, like all the things that I used to say, but really what was happening was that I just didn't feel worthy. I didn't feel worthy of what I wanted, of the dream of having my book out there, and so I didn't do anything about it until I finally decided I was gonna deal with that. And like I said, I dealt with the worthiness issue for me in my career and in my business life a lot faster than I did with some of the other areas. And so that was one that really um, helped me to kind of move that into the other areas because I started with the one that I felt like this was gonna be the easiest one, which was my career and my business and all that stuff. So if you feel like you're a procrastinator, you constantly put off your dreams and desires, you do all these things, I would really, ask you to take some time to really tap into and ask yourself like, what is the real reason that this is happening? What is the actual cause below it? And yeah, sometimes maybe it just is procrastination, right? Like I hate doing dishes, I hate doing laundry. That's not an unworthy thing. That's just me not liking to do dishes and laundry. So I do put that shit off as much as possible. But with most things and especially like your dreams and desires, if you're putting those off, if you're not taking action on them or if you just keep one daying them, I guarantee it's because there is some level of unworthiness or not good enough going on there. And like I said, it's mostly unconscious. So you're not doing it on purpose. No one's saying you're doing it on purpose and it's not your fault. But you do get to decide now that you want a different experience and then you get to make changes based on what you choose to have now. So tomorrow for day three, we're gonna talk about how to actually reclaim your worthiness. Cause like I said, you already have it. It's already inside you. It's just been covered up, buried, stripped away by all the things in your life that you've experienced up until now that have made you feel unworthy, not good enough. But you can reclaim it. And tomorrow I'm gonna go into a lot more detail about how to do that. But for today, I just wanted to share two really important things that I think work really well and that have helped me a ton when it comes to what to do about that unworthy feeling. So the first is that you gotta reprogram your subconscious mind. That is like utmost importance. If you don't reprogram your subconscious mind, you're just gonna keep getting more of the same over and over and over again for the rest of your life. And it's unfortunate, but we can't change what's in our subconscious mind just like that. We can't go, oh, I'm gonna consciously say that I'm not gonna believe that anymore and it's just gonna happen. Like your subconscious mind, it takes it in and then it holds on to it, right? So it's like, it doesn't wanna let up on whatever programming it has. So you have to be committed to every single day reprogramming that mind, reprogramming the beliefs, the thoughts, the negative stuff that's coming up so that you can have a new programming eventually, right? So it's not gonna happen overnight. It takes time to do it. But if you're consistent, you can do it pretty quickly just depending on how consistent you are and how much you're willing to really let things go, work through things, admit truths to yourself that maybe you haven't been, etc. So it is an inner process and it does take time. But I promise you, reprogramming your subconscious mind is going to make a big difference because suddenly if a new programming gets involved, now what happens is that all of a sudden you are experiencing different things because now your mind that normally was photocopying the old nonsense is photocopying and sending out into your life the new stuff. So now you're seeing the new stuff. You're seeing the new experience. So like for me, when I decided to manifest love, right? When I finally decided like I'm ready for a new relationship and a new guy and all that stuff, like that was a huge part of that, was dealing with all that unworthiness stuff, dealing with the reprogramming of the subconscious mind, the beliefs, like all that stuff, because there's always stuff that's going on that is blocking you or stopping you from getting what you want if you don't already have it. And most likely it's subconscious. So it's stuff happening subconsciously. One of the subconscious beliefs that I discovered for myself during this process of reprogramming my mind around love and relationships 
was that I had a belief that I could not find the guy that I desired to have in Rochester. So Rochester is where I live right now. Um, it's where I grew up, it's where I've lived most of my life. And then as an adult, I've mostly lived other places. So I lived in California, then I lived in Texas for a bunch of years and my ex is from Texas. So, um, you know, I just spent a lot of years not living here. But when I got divorced, I decided I'm gonna come back here and live because I have family here. Um, my brother just had a baby a couple years ago. Well, his wife did, not my brother. But you know what I'm saying? My brother has a baby now. And I wanted to see him grow up. I wanted to be around to watch my, my nephew grow up. So for that reason, I knew I had to move back to Rochester. But the other thing was that I knew that I had to contend with these beliefs I had about what I thought I was gonna be able to receive living in Rochester. So one of the things was that I didn't think I could manifest the kind of guy I wanted living here. Because I've always sort of seen Rochester as like a backwards place, as a place where people don't really, like they're not really forward thinking, they're not really like, they're not, I always say like everything happens in the world and then like 10 years later it comes to Rochester. Um, which isn't completely true, but it is true in a lot of ways. So. That was always my belief, right? And I always had this belief about Rochester just being this kind of backwards, like behind the times place. And so I thought, well, if I'm going to live here, like I'm not going to be able to find the kind of guy I want because he's not going to live here. Like I told myself I had to live somewhere more new age, right? Like California or, um, you know, Portland or Seattle or something like that. But I knew also that I wanted to live here. So in order to do that, I had to get rid of the beliefs that were gonna hold me back from having the things I wanted while I live here. And one of those things was the belief that the guy, the type of guy that I wanted to attract and have in my life wouldn't live in this city. So I had to reprogram that so that I could have a belief that said, the kind of guy I want is anywhere, right? Like the kind of guy I want is anywhere. I can call him in, I can manifest him. And that's what I did, right? I just worked really hard on reprogramming all those silly beliefs that were stopping me from being able to you know, have the relationship and the type of guy that I wanted. So that's a big part of it is reprogramming your subconscious. And the way to do it is just repetition. So you can do this by writing. So like every day you can write out belief statements. You can write out like what you're claiming about your life and about yourself. So whatever it is you want to believe and whatever it is you want to have be true, even if it's not right now, right? So you're writing it out as if it already is. You could also listen to belief statements. So this is one of my favorite ways is I actually have the think up app. And I recorded myself uh, saying a bunch of my belief statements. And then I listened to that. It's an audio. So I just put my headphones in. First thing in the morning when I wake up, right before I go to sleep at night. And I listen to the program all the way through twice. And it's just an easy way to activate and reprogram your subconscious because the repetition that you're doing it consistently every day and you're doing it at the times of day where your subconscious mind is the most active, which is right when you first wake up and right before you go to sleep and also after meditation. So that was the times that I chose to really work on listening to the belief statements, writing out the belief statements, and really reprogramming. Now, like I said, it takes time. It's not something that's gonna happen overnight, but the more consistent you are, the faster you're gonna see the results and the faster you're gonna see the changes. So that's the first thing, is like reprogram that subconscious mind for what it is you actually desire to have. The second part is to tell a new story. So for me, for a very long time over the course of my life, and especially my younger years and my early 20s and stuff like that, I would tell myself a story that I never get to have the guy I want. I literally would say that. I never get to have the guy I want. And what would happen, and this was my situation that happened many times over the course of my life, was that I would meet a guy who I was absolutely in love with or thought he was amazing and like was really attracted to and was really into, and then either he wouldn't like me or he would like me for a little while, but then he would go with someone else or he would leave me for someone else. And then I would end up 
going and dating some guy I was friends with who we were friends and you know he was like a good person and a cool person but I wasn't really like into him in that way it was not like a serious romance thing it was more just like well at least this guy likes me so I'm just gonna date him and that was my story over and over and over again that I don't get to have the guy I want so of course anytime I met a guy who I actually wanted to be with he would either not like me back or it would be temporary he would like me for a little while and then he would go away or whatever and it wasn't until I created new story around relationships and love that I could actually experience something new. So my new story is that I, of course, get to have the love and relationship that I desire because, of course, it's available and, of course, I am worthy of it. And by recreating that story and telling that new story to myself, I was able to attract and manifest an incredible person and relationship. And now... It's like amazing, like I said. It's just, it's a night and day difference from what I used to experience. And I also know that I created it by making these changes, by intentionally reprogramming my subconscious mind. So those are the two things that are my top ways to reclaim your worthiness, to really reprogram that subconscious mind and get yourself creating that new story about yourself. And it's, again, takes time. So don't feel like, oh, I'm gonna go do this now and it's gonna just happen overnight. It takes time, it takes repetition. They say that it takes about six weeks to reprogram a belief. So that's like consistently working for six weeks on it. Um, I think it can happen faster than that. Honestly, I don't believe that time really matters. I think it's more about your, your decision to let something go, your decision to choose something, your decision to be consistent with it, and the way you create the feeling inside yourself. Because if you create that worthiness feeling inside yourself and you do it often enough, your subconscious mind is gonna take that in because it takes in visuals, it takes in images, emotions, like it stores memories, that's what it does. So give yourself new images, new words, new stories, and you will start to see another experience in your life. So that is what I'm gonna leave you with for today, for day two, and tomorrow we're gonna have our final part in the Worthy AF series, part three, which we're gonna actually be talking about how to reclaim your worthiness. So like I said, we've talked about a little bit of that today and the reprogramming of your inner, uh, your mindset and your subconscious mind, telling new stories about yourself and your life. And I've got a whole bunch of other ideas for you tomorrow for how to reclaim that worthiness because it is inside you, it has always been there, and it is not going anywhere. You just have to reclaim it for yourself. So that is it for today. Let me know if you have any questions. Let me know if, um, you know, like I said, you had any comments or anything you want to say. I'm always happy to read them, so comment below. Hi, Crystal. Thanks for the heart. Um, all right, so that is all the comments that I see here. Um, if anybody has commented and Facebook isn't showing it to me, sorry, uh, sometimes Facebook is weird, but I will always come back and check the comments later. So if you're watching the replay and you have a comment or a question, just drop it in. And I will see you guys tomorrow at 2 p.m. Eastern for the final uh, training in this Worthy AF series where we're gonna talk about how to reclaim your worthiness. It's happening at 2 p.m. Eastern. I don't know if I just said that, I think I did. But I'm saying it again, 2 p.m. Eastern. I know it's a Saturday. Yes, it will be recorded so you don't have to be here live. Um, but I just tend to do better live and so I like to um, just do them live. And so I give myself a schedule, I make myself show up and you know, that's it. So that is all for today. I will see you guys tomorrow for part three. And until next time, remember, feeling good is the point and the path. Thanks for listening to the Am Life Podcast. My mission is to raise the vibe of the planet and make it normal for people to have it all and feel good in the process. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to leave a positive review and share the link with your friends so they can listen too. For more from me, 
Be sure to visit my website, jenniferblanchard.net, and join my free Facebook group, The Feel Good Life Club.